This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1356. This is practically band nine vocabulary. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll learn six adverbs that will virtually guarantee a vocabulary score increase. Make sure to take notes. And we'll also tell you how to practice these adverbs so you can make sure to use them on your exam. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Jessica, how's the weather in Portland these days? Oh my gosh, you know what? It feels like it's practically summer here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Compared to the freezing temperature you've had recently. Exactly. So that is a very native and natural use of the word practically. A little bit sarcastic. A synonym is basically. We are talking about vocabulary today, guys. You are going to get the most useful, amazing adverbs to really hit that band nine in speaking and writing. Yes, and this is going to help you avoid mistakes that students make very often yes. using a word like practically in yeah. the wrong context and, and exactly. causing confusion in what you're trying to write either in essays or say in your speaking answers. So I'm excited for you to get these details so you can avoid these mistakes on test day. Exactly. So we are going to share a mistake with you that a real student made um, so you can understand the wrong context of using practically because um, it is a tricky word. I see why it is easily confused, right? So we're going to get into this today, guys, but let me explain how I used it at the beginning of the show because this is great for IELTS speaking especially if you are um, sort of making fun of something, right? So in this case, I am being self-deprecating about the weather here because it is obviously not summer, right? It, we're like still in the winter, dead of winter here, but we just made it through a terrible ice storm when it was freezing, freezing, freezing every day. So today it is not freezing. There is no ice on the ground. So I'm joking. I'm saying it's like it's like practically summer, right? Yeah. In comparison to last week, it's practically summer here today. This yep. is so native and natural and pulls out really interesting intonation. Yeah. So you're going to want to use that on IELTS speaking for sure. Yeah, the, the use of just that adverb in that sentence is so high level, right? Yes. Um, so let's get into some synonyms and some more uh, sentence examples of how you can use this stuff on the test. So what is another way to say practically? 
Yeah. So I'm first going to share this um, mistake that I saw in the the essay, right? So because practically can be used incorrectly. Here was the sentence from a task two essay. Children are practically vulnerable when they have large animals in their homes, which might hurt them when their parents aren't around. So you see this word practically. It does not work in this way. You can see the student meant to say children are potentially vulnerable or children are possibly vulnerable, right? Children Mm -hmm. might be vulnerable. Practically doesn't mean that. Nope. Um, So practically is more like um, almost almost, virtually, right? It's not like a maybe it's an almost it's, it's about an amount and not um, like it's, (laughs) I just stumbled over my words. It's more about an amount, like something that's, that's almost like measurable, right? Like this much, you know what I mean? Whereas what they want to say is like, maybe, that's not the same as practically. Exactly. So we're first going to dive into some alternatives this student could use because you do need to be able to say this, that Mm -hmm. maybe this way, possibly. So a very high level way is potentially, right? Children are potentially vulnerable. You could use this in both speaking and writing. On the speaking exam, you might say, when I arrived, I thought it was potentially the best party I had ever attended, but then it turned out to be super boring. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So um, these adverbs, right, possibly, potentially, they're more about your um, certainty, your level of certainty, not an actual measurable amount of something. Right. So that's really the biggest difference here. And that's the mistake that was made. And I understand how like it seems like practically should be in the same category as potentially and possibly. But again, different meaning, guys. It was incorrect in that sentence that Aubrey read. So um, could you read that good example again, please? Yes. When I arrived, I thought it was potentially the best party I had ever attended, but then it turned out to be super boring. Awesome. Awesome. So possibly, maybe um, it there was a chance, right? Those are all parallel expressions there. Here's another example, guys. I can't wait to tell you about possibly the best gift I have ever received. That's a great way to start a part two answer, right? I'm drawn in. I can't wait to hear the, the next two minutes. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. So here is another band nine possibility here as a paraphrase. Ostensibly. Okay. I love this adverb so much, you guys. Ostensibly, super high level, obviously. um, And it's more of a specific meaning than what we've discussed so far. So it is it is similar to potentially and possibly, but here is the unique definition of ostensibly. It means it seems this way, but it's probably not, right? So let's see. Here's an example you could use in speaking part one. Ostensibly, my town seems quite boring because it is so small. Actually, though, it's incredibly vibrant. So we're saying like, it looks that way. It can be perceived that way. It seems this way, but it's not true. Yes, this is a band nine word. You could also use it in writing. Maybe you could say, I see how libraries ostensibly do not seem modern as people don't read physical books anymore. However, the other services they offer are invaluable. I always use libraries as an example. You do a lot. (laughs) 
You guys will really be in luck if you're asked in writing task two whether you think libraries should continue to exist or not. So we've given you a lot of good examples. So many great examples. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's get into this word practically. Um, how do we use it correctly? And what are some paraphrases? Yeah, so just like you said, this is more about amount. Virtually and almost mean the yeah. same thing. So you could say the room was practically empty. It means it was almost empty. Right? That's measurable. That's about amount. You're looking at a room and you see like there's only one other person there. <laughs> so it's not empty, but it's almost empty. Right? Exactly. So the room was practically empty. Yeah. For speaking part one, if you're asked about a time you visited a museum, it would be amazing to say, my friends and I went to a museum last weekend and it was practically empty. We had the whole place to ourselves. Yeah. Or what if you're describing your home or your apartment, right? You could be like, uh, I just moved in, so it's practically empty right now. Or maybe you have too much stuff and you're like, my house is practically overflowing with junk. I need to clear it out and make some space. So good. I'm excited about all of these adverbs you're learning today because these make it easier to use varied impressive intonation. If you're adding adjectives and adverbs, you give yeah. them a little space, hit them harder, emphasize them, and that's going to help you avoid that monotone you want to avoid on IELTS speaking. Definitely, definitely. So we have two more adverbs that are the same as practically, but I want to tell you guys, um, I want to make a note real clear here, guys, that in order to use these on the exam, you have to practice using them, right? So today's podcast, this episode is just the first step to being able to include these band nine adverbs because we have like basic sentences, right? Nouns and verbs. Now the, le the next level up from that adjectives. The next level up from that, adverbs, right? So as you're trying to include these new words in your vocabulary, actually write down some speaking answers and then go back and look at your answer and add as many adjectives as you can. And then go back again and add as many adverbs as you can, right? Just take it step by step, guys. All right. So the next paraphrase for practically is virtually. And again, it just means almost. It's exactly the same as almost, right? So here's a task two example from an essay. Increased education is virtually the only reasonable solution. I love it. I love that too, right? Often your your answer, your reason in a task two essay can be education, right? The government needs to provide education or parents need to educate their children. This would be a great way to add a little support to that, a little power. Like this is virtually the only reasonable solution. I love that. I think I think um, parents need to be educated also. Yes. <laughs> Actually. Absolutely. <laughs> Increased I, education for parents is virtually the only reasonable solution. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would solve so many issues. Um, okay, for my myself included. Like Same. I wish there. Oh, I am not exempt. Class. I am not exempt from that. <laughs> I just yesterday I was talking to I was subbing at a school, and I was talking to this other woman, uh, this other teacher who's also a mom. 
And she was talking about this tough time she's going through with her kids and how she doesn't know if she's making the right decisions. And I'm like, we never do. Parents never know if we are doing the right thing or not. Like there's no, there's no class. There's no exam. There's no answers. Anyway. Well, I love that. And I want to point out that you just gave an amazing sample answer. If your IELTS speaking question were name a time you weren't sure you were making the right decision or you made a mistake, like there's so many answers. If you guys go back and listen to Jessica's answer, that amazing intonation and vocabulary she used, Van Nuys. Dude, if you're a parent, that's all you got. That's all you can, right? you need to talk about. Okay. Um, all right. Now, basically, here's the last uh, paraphrase here for practically. I think this is more informal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's appropriate for writing, but for speaking, 100%. I say this a lot, basically. Yes, for sure. You could say, I'm basically a department leader. I just don't have the position title yet. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is a little more informal. So maybe... Yeah. Keep it for speaking. Virtually is a little more formal. It's great for part three, task two. These are pretty flexible. Basically is definitely the most informal of the ones we've taught today. Definitely, definitely. And I would say, guys, all of the ad- all of the adverbs today that we've taught you, they can be used anywhere on the speaking and writing exams, even ostensibly. We gave you a part one, a speaking part one example with ostensibly. You can use big words in speaking Absolutely. part one, guys. So really, basically, is, o- is the only exception here, um, only for speaking, not for writing. Everything else, great for anywhere on the exam. Awesome. I love this episode. I'm excited you guys will be able to avoid this common student mistake. Here, all of these words, they have meaning. You can't just pull something out of the thesaurus and stick it where you want, right? You're going to hurt your vocabulary score. So you have to make sure to practice using these in the right context so you can actually boost those vocabulary scores. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. So that's it for us today. If you are ready to invest in yourself and your IELTS exam, check out our online course, Lifetime Access Guaranteed Score Increase. Check it out now, guys. AllEarsEnglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. And remember, every student in every package gets feedback on their final exam. So check it out. AllEarsEnglish.com slash keys. All right, Aubrey. I'll see you next week. Awesome. See you guys next Monday. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.